Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts. What's up, guys? Oh, not much. You know, it's Matt hanging out. What up? It's Andrew. Andrew is, uh, you know, doing a, uh, a champion's effort being being here when he's he's got he's got the COVID. Oh, no, he's got the COVID-19. But, uh, you know, we're last What's the variant we're on now. B.A. It's my flu game. Yeah. I don't like know. B.A. 95. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds I thought like it was fucking... yeah, B.A. 0.5. The last the last one I paid attention to was Omicron. But uh, yeah, well, that was what... just because that's fucking Transformer. Yeah, that's the Omicron activated. <laughs> that's the only one that, yeah, that was the last one that I let, you know, enter my brain because it's just like, you know, I can't. Yeah. Because like now not, now we've entered the, the category of names that are just like fucking sports games from the 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like BA95 baseball. Yeah, it's yeah. a baseball. But everybody at home, send send Andrew your spirit energy for, you know, uh, yep. you know, just quick recovery. Yeah, we're, we're doing the spirit bomb. Uh, but yeah, we we appreciate you, you know, making the effort to, to join you. us. Andrew's uh, spending the seven days of quarantining and whatever that goes into the restrictions wherever you are, uh, just absolutely screaming and powering up like Goku. Yeah, I, I have I have a question though, Andrew. Wait, I'm supposed to quarantine? What? Huh? <laughs> uh, but I had a question, yeah. Andrew, Andrew. Before we like jump into jump into things, because you know, again, I off the bat i'm i'm heated so i'm 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 turning the temperature down just a little bit uh i am interested have you been you know feeling well enough to you know be playing any games have you been getting any anything uh making any progress or is it has it really laid you low no this is this is how i know i'm actually sick i haven't wanted to game at all using that's just too much brain activity even even uh guardians i couldn't bring myself to play Dude, when I had COVID, I couldn't play Elden Ring. And that was at like the peak of yeah. when I was playing Elden Ring. Uh, yeah. I was just like a, a zombie. No, yeah, there's no there's no Elden Ring for me at the moment. Not literally, folks. COVID doesn't make you a zombie. There's I was gonna I was gonna recommend it was like if you I mean, because I've just been pushing hard on on this game here, but uh you know, not to say that it's like a you know an easy game or it doesn't make you think, but it's just like mechanics wise, it's not a lot at all. But uh, so like you should try maybe playing Citizen Sleeper on Switch if you feel up to it, because it's it's mainly just a visual novel. You know, you're basically just reading um, with, you know, it's like, you know, plugging in dice to mm. different stuff. I mean, there is thinking involved with, you know, having to do manage, you know, like your resource management and, you know, that level of the, the sim part of it. But uh it's it's laid back i remember it was like when i was like so i didn't have covid but when i was like again we, we've talked about it on the on the pod i've i had lyme disease a month or two ago and was like just dealing with super fatigue and similar brain fog and that kind of stuff and like when i was just you know like you know barely functional and alive that was what i was playing because it was just like something that it was just enough to distract me but it wasn't so it wasn't so taxing on me and it's a great story and mm-hmm. good politics. I'll have to check that out. And it is on Switch. And it is on Switch. So you can play it in bed. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm only playing me a visual novel. I like if there is an anime girl who's doing <laughs> woes and <laughs> yeah, we dates. Yeah, we know. We, 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 we and the listeners yeah. at home know this, know this about you by now. I, uh, 
I'm, I'm going to be the friend in the group that you guys are going to like accidentally like add one of those to your wish list. And it seems like one of your friends has this in their library. And like, what? <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's the one thing that I don't like about steam is that it, it, it's uh, I don't like the, the social aspect of it is that, that people can see, see people can see what game I'm playing and when I'm playing it and for how long it's just like, no, I want to keep those things private, please. <laughs> Three of your friends have this game on your their wish yeah. list. Two of your friends own this game. I do like that feature. Mm, sure. Uh, yeah, and for here, here with you know the comrades, we're all about that solidarity. So it's yeah, I guess there is there is a, a you know silver lining there. Um, but okay, are we ready to jump into it? Because again, first first ticket item of the day again is is what's got me heated. It's it's my heated gaming moment of of the week. It's I w- when when we were. I went through this roller coaster of emotion when the the release came out and the the list of all these things <laughs> involved. I was so excited, I'm like, oh man, this looks so cool! I might actually, you know, first one of and these. And then I shattered the glass. And it's just like, uh, you know, as I was looking more into it now, I'm just like, uh, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. So uh, the it's here, it's finally here, boys and girls and and non binary pals. Uh, God of War Ragnarok has a release date. Uh, the mad lads are you know not say not they didn't actually take the the starfield release date they did one better they're they're beating they beat the, it they, they the, took the starfield week and they beat it by two days yeah they're saying like because you know it's like it's it's their way Odin's of like, day yeah it's their way of like you know kind of you know a wink and a smirk you know it's like we're you know like you can't actually call us be you know petty bitches for for taking your date but like you know we, we did it yeah we, just, just know that if you released when you said you would we still would have beat you to the punch yeah but like Kisses. part of me part of me totally thinks though <laughs> part of me totally thinks though that they waited that they definitely waited they knew that starfield was was gonna you know what was not gonna make it so they're like okay let's wait for them to delay let's let things cool down a little bit about that and then boom we're gonna pounce so I, I think yeah because if they'd really announced smart. the date uh, there's no way Bethesda would have been allowed to delay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, no way, no way. Um, but yeah, so the the launch announcement came out with a pretty lengthy blog post on you know PlayStation blog. Um, the I was texting the, I was texting the boys. It was funny. It was like the the they had a new trailer, the father and son trailer, a CG trailer. And I'm like, oh man, yeah, it's a CG trailer, but it looks cool. And I'm like, you know, maybe I am just a Sony pony after all. Just, you know, like, I don't need to see the gameplay. Just give, give me the, the CG goodness. I mean, we know all. the gameplay. We know how God of War plays. No, I know. I know. But it's just like, it's like, you know, me getting excited about a CG trailer after everything I said is like, wow, maybe I am a hypocrite after all. <laughs> I don't know, man. When when that wolf came on screen and like, shocker, I'm going to say that's Fenrir. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything else about why that's like interesting in the relation okay. of what's going on. Oh come on! It's it's he's he's the wolf of the apocalypse. Let's let's we it's the title. It's in the title. It's Ragnarok. well. There's also like there's also implications among like you know boy and relation. Right, right, right. True, 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 true. Yeah. I mean, again, um, the game, the original God of War has been out long enough. You don't have to worry about. I know. I, I could. I could probably. Stuff, I mean, right? we've all played it too, right? That's the here the on the channel. Picker. Yeah, we've played it. Yeah, yeah, we've all yeah, played. Absolutely. It. So like, yeah, I was the last one. I was the last yeah. one to play it. Obviously, um, Wolf Fen- Fenrir being Loki's child in Norse mythology will be interesting to see right. how that plays out. 
Right. Uh, because the other parent, I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but she was the one who in the first trailer people lost their mind about. Yeah. She was a black girl. She's black. Yeah. Because people can't. And they were like, Rah, anger. No, that, I saw a great meme about that. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> Anger Boda, I think is her name. I forget. I forget. If uh-huh. I, probably, I probably fucked that up. Um, Devil Western Tongue. You're oh, Ang- Ang- right. Angraboa or Angraboda. Yeah. Angra yeah. If you say it, it's right. Um, but uh, people are like, yeah, people getting pissed because not mythologically accurate. And then they have side by side with Thor, people getting pissed because mythologically accurate. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, so again, it's like God, God I don't of want War. Fat Thor. Beautiful. Yeah, God of War fans can fucking, you know, eat shit. You know, we love this game, but like, you know, it, we, we oh yeah by the way the people who harassed i said it yesterday on yesterday's you know yep. first uh friday live pod type deal the uncut comrades uh check it out fridays where you get your uh, twitch streams at, absolutely uh, campaign underscore comrades but uh i said it yesterday if you were harassing the santa monica devs over this release date you don't deserve the game like you don't deserve to get to play the yeah, game sure. when everyone else gets yeah, it you should I, get I, it like a year later I think we talked about this last last week too, but yeah, it goes without saying again. It's like the people were were sending unsolicited dick pics to the one of the female cinematic leads on the development. Yeah, and team. The, the problem is just that they got the release date, so now they feel rewarded. And I yeah. want to, yeah, well, yeah. I think we mentioned it in, I, in like conjunction I, with the the Monkey Island harassment. I'm sorry, Andrew, you were saying something. No, just when did when did like harassing and being annoying become a successful? tactic i i just like who learns that your parents need to just take things from you i guess when you're growing <laughs> up like, it's because the... i mean back, it's, back it... in my day that wouldn't work like... it has something to do with just like the the twisted nature of fandom you know it's like the... well i also think so you know the like the whole like yeah, mob mentality sure. thing you're, like you're rewarded... people together do things that they individually wouldn't do themselves sure you get sort of that mentality on the internet where you get people whipping themselves up into like well, you get rewarded. It's like of... you like you do get rewarded in the sense of like you you know uh, this this sense of yeah belonging to that kind of mob by uh, you know making every bit of your personality about being part of this fandom. That's why I say it's, that's why fandoms as a whole are incredibly toxic. They are a yeah. symptomatic relationship or a symptomatic response. No, I was saying it is, they are. It is a symptom, a response to our alienated culture is is what i was saying it's like we they are we we've talked yeah. about this i think in previous episodes too it's like that's why fandom exists we it's, have you know community elsewhere yeah it's the only no you don't understand you my, that... my fandom community is the good one we're good people mm-hmm. just by if you say that you're part of the issue <laughs> you just don't see it yeah. but it's, that's that's the that's the reason why, you know say why why fandoms are just you know so incredibly toxic to begin with um, but all right, so this is. But now we're getting into what what I'm actually heated about, and you know, it's 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 basic basic consumerist bullshit. I get that, but like, still, I'm so fucking mad at this. Uh, so they they after you know they have the release date, the trailer, do this unboxing stuff of the different uh, collectors, special level, the levels of the collectors, special editions. So we've got a regular, uh, you know, we've got you've got the just the base. You've got a standard launch day game. You've got a uh, a uh, physical, uh, uh, somewhat enhanced edition of the game itself that gets with a, that comes with some some preloaded yeah, DLC. Yeah, the digital stuff. and regular deluxe edition. Yeah, you get some you get some some armor that gets unlocked a little bit earlier. Um, 
Then you've got the collector's edition. And here I'll run down what comes in that one. It's you get all the digital content from the deluxe edition, plus some physical items, which include a 16-inch replica of, of Mjolnir, uh, Thor's hammer, a steelbook display case, and we're going to come back to that, uh, two-inch Vanir twins carvings that are based off of um, Atreus's toys, um, and a dwarven dice set, and it's all packed together in the Knowledge Keeper's Shrine Collector's Box. Then we have the top, the tippity top tier, the, the Jotnar, the Jotnar edition comes with even more in the Knowledge Keeper Shrine. So on top of all that content, the digital stuff, all the stuff from the collector's edition, there's also a Yggdrasil cloth map, which apparently has some cool Easter eggs littered into it. Oh, I'm some, sure. Some stuff about the plot that's going to be coming in. People were trying to dissect that. Cool. Um, so a legendary Dropner ring that you can actually Naturally. wear. Uh, a seven-inch vinyl record that's got like two songs, I think, on it. Um, but then a falcon, bear, and wolf pin set. And then the dwarven dice set is replaced by the Brock dice set. Uh, you know, me being a tabletop gamer, it was the it was the dice that really, you know. Oh, absolutely. They look like me. nice dice, too. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, they have like this like kind of cool wood appearance. Yeah, the, the, the dice are cool. I'm assuming they are metal, though. I mean, it's, I just want to hold Mjolnir and see if I'm worthy. But then, so, but then we get to the, this is the bit that I was, so I was like, oh man, like I've never gotten one of these special editions. You know, we're doing things like, you know, we're, we're becoming quote unquote professional streamers. I need to like, you know, build up my, like my, you know, shelf of, you know, physical tchotchkes to, you know, have displayed in the back to, you know, prove that I'm a real gamer. Uh, you know, I got, I got to, I got to uh, you know, <laughs> spruce up my, my. To, uh, to prove I'm a real gamer. I just print out all of my band notifications. From email <laughs> yeah, and hang them on the wall. Wear those, wear those as badge of pride. Um, but then, yeah. so, so I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at these. I'm like, okay, man, like none of these have ever gotten me, you know, like, I think I may have to do it. Just, you know, the hammer's cool, but, you know, cool to like prop that up, have that, have that in the back. But then I'm looking further into it, further into it. I like some of the steel, the, the steel book cases. Like I've, I've started getting some of those. Like I really like the one that came with the Lego Star Wars one. It's just uh, Hans, Lego Han Solo and Carbonite. Uh, so have, have enjoyed those, but then so like, okay, both these editions have, uh, have these display steel boxes for a physical game. And then I'm looking as like, wait, wait a second. There's something missing here in these descriptions of what's included. What's included here? Uh, the, where's the game? Where's the game itself? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, wouldn't you think that uh, you would get a physical disc copy of the game to put in your display case? Uh, or else, like, why? Why? why I'd be like, what am I missing here? It's like, why? Why would you have the empty case that's displaying nothing? Like, uh, what's going on? I feel like I'm having a fucking brain aneurysm. Like. Uh, <laughs> but no they only come with fucking digital codes that's all you get yep. so i mean man yeah I, that's bullshit it was just such a roller coaster for me i'm like oh man i think i may i may shell out but you know because these editions are going to be like 200 minimum you know like absolutely minimum and they'll um, be on ebay afterwards for like 400 500 yeah so it's like you know the, so you're already and it won't at, even come with the steel book yeah you're putting out like a ridiculous amount of money for for something like this but i'm like oh man like i could actually see myself say using the dice having the actually maybe have a reason a purpose for having some of the you know the other physical stuff um but then it's just like it's just the the display the the steel book with no 
with no physical game really fucking pissed me off. And then here's the other kicker. Because you have, you have, you know, like you could pre-order the digital version, you know, from the the PlayStation store on your on your you know, PS4 or PS5. You can do that. You can pre-order it, preload it so that game or, you know, day of it's yeah, it's got some some pre-downloading to do or you can set it up so that it downloads like in the middle of the night. Yeah, you're going to have to do day one patch. You're going to do all that. But with these additions, you can't even do that. You have to wait. Yeah, you have, you have to wait till the box gets to your do door that. so you can access your download code. Because it's like you, you have to use a, you a something slip. physical, but it's just a, it's just a, a physical string of numbers that you've got to punch in. Yeah, to get your it's, code. It's, it's a little slip. Sometimes in the past, they've handled it where they email you the digital download code. Not with ahead this of one. Time. Yeah, I know. But like that, that's how sometimes it's been handled. This That's whole bullshit. situation, this is just how Sony has decided. Because they did this with Horizon Forbidden West. I said this in the group chat. Yeah. Um, uh, this is their solution to we sell a PS5 without a disc now, and we still want those people to buy collector's editions because this is definitely uh, a place that you can make some good money on top of you know just the sale of the game itself. And their solution yeah. was we'll sell but, them. Like, fuck the- them for not including both. Well, uh, yeah, it becomes, I think the best solution would be to offer the option when you order it, like select physical or digital, and then they send you one. Uh, I was feel like that would be the best solution. I was seeing something they're like, oh, but that creates, creates too much problems with logistics and with, uh, with, you know, supply chain issues. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I mean, like I, what I understand now is that like, it's, these bits here that like the stats are showing that you know physical game uh sales are becoming ever more of a niche thing in in its own right that digital sales are are even for people with say the disc option because say like the the disc version disc option still dominates the the, in sales shares of ps5 Yeah, but that's also because the disc option is the more readily available of the two models it's the same Thing like with the Xboxes, like the Series S is the more readily available, so that one's probably the one that's sold more compared to the X. This is the same thing, but opposite, where the more expensive model is the one that sell, uh, yeah, become more. So, that, so then we have something here that says, like, uh, per Sony's latest earnings report, shows that 66% of game sales in the last year have been from digital downloads rather than than so. Discs. So that's I'd like up from to know, 43 from the previous year. I'd like to know huge, if they're including jump. The, the PS Plus uh, downloads in that number, the monthly PS Plus games you got for free. I wonder, I'm just curious if they include that in the digital uh, download. Uh, yeah, skew. they could be. They could be doing something like that. And like, I'm not saying that that's a huge portion, but like that is a like consistent portion. And this is something that really, that really pisses me off because it's, it is, you know, with what we're talking about in terms of you got to wait, you got to wait till you actually get the physical thing you, and then you're reliant upon uh you know the, the 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 quality of your internet connection you know that could if you don't have like high speed internet that could take like a day and a half to fucking download you know it's like we, these games are fucking yeah, they, huge and they so have they specified that you won't get the package until release date you're not going to get a day of you're not going to get those day of you could get those day of. They were they were day of with Horizon. I I mean I wouldn't I would be surprised if, if you can because like they, like the because they're pre-orders like they from Sony because they're pre-orders from Sony. They don't have a physical storefront. That's the thing. 
I can't go. It's like the, the, you know, it's like the but logistics I of shipping. But I'm saying, but the, those well, I don't the think one the one thing there. Sorry, you go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, no, no. The one thing there, though, I was saying is because it's digital, they could send it early. Like you get it before the release date because you're not. It's still not going to be live in the store. So even if you have that digital right. code ahead, I mean, of it's time, the same thing when you get a physical disc. You still can't play a physical disc early. Shipping with a physical. Yeah. Because like with a physical disc, you still need to download the game and authenticate the license. Right. Um, the thing that the my whole thing with physical discs versus the digital is technically speaking, if I have no internet connection and I put a disc in, I can still play the game and I can also consistently own the game. Or as long as I don't connect to the internet and like let them patch my game so that I can't uh, so they can't like shut off the license, which is a thing that companies have done in the past. Uh, technically speaking, you could play that game forever. You just, right. you know, obviously can't patch it and other things because you're not playing with a connection. Absolutely. And that's just, again, I, right. I, I find this trend, you know, really, uh, you know, disheartening. And it's, you know, it's again, it's, it's, you, you kind of, it's hard to like kind of, you know, square the circle of, you know, it's clear that a lot of, uh, you know, vocal members, at least of the, you know, the community don't like these things. They're critical of, you know, games that require an online connection, yet you still have things here where you're showing, say, like that, where, you know, Sony having that 66% is actually probably low for the industry. You know, I've got other was, things here. I like also wonder... Capcom has like 80% of its sales are digital. So I wonder how much um, uh, COVID has played a, a role in this where like physical storefronts and stuff like that aren't, weren't really accessible for a while. So people had gotten used to either potentially ordering from those storefronts and getting it delivered. And at that point uh, you can just buy the digital game at the same time. And you can have it again, like you said, pre-download and everything on day one, instead of, you know, waiting for the physical storefront to send you the game physically. So I think that might've also played a part in the conversion where it was, it became more convenient on that Here's front where like you, so here's my point about why I don't like digital digital only. Um, it fucking eats up the space in your in your goddamn hard drive. Uh, you know, whereas like a physical game, you can remove the the game data when you're done with it and still have the game and could play it later. Whereas if uh, you've got a digital only one, you delete it, it's gone. And well, there's like you technically like yeah maybe could re like it has shows that you have that you've purchased it and like could maybe so you, you still own the license and, and re-download the other thing it would be if you have the the cloud backup you would be able to re-access the save from the cloud but again it's like we've talked about why why that's phys- that's handshakes but it's like why physical stuff is superior because uh they're they can't come to your house and take that away you know like the, the like where they could revoke the your digital i'm just picturing easily. mario kicking my door down well, and just like <laughs> pulling switch games off my shelf <laughs> Yeah. Also, you're you're forgetting when the Supreme Court bans violent video games because they cause mass shootings and they come take our games away. Like well, here's here's happen. another one for you. The uh, only way you can play Metal Gear Solid right now is if you own a physical copy of the PS game on that console, mm-hmm. or if you own a physical copy of the Metal Gear Solid HD collection for PS Vita, and you play it unpatched. 
because everywhere else it's been license taken down because of uh, licensing agreement issues with like historical footage that they right. use. Right. Um, so you can't play those games right now, like at all, unless you have the physical copies on the, the specific consoles that can still support it. I think that's a, that's a good, is, is that recent? Cause those were all, those uh, were two, on the 2021 is when they, they shut off all of Metal Gear Solid one through four. Okay. But this is they were on PS now, and that was like the last like bastion storefront you could play them on before. Yeah, yeah. But again, I I don't think the any of these fears are unfounded. You know, even there's like there are people like, well, um, actually, you know, again, you you still you still could re-download and all that stuff. It's like you are still you know purely at the whims of the you know of the whole the people who hold the you know the you know the ownership of that IP because also go ahead. uh uh, related in this, one of the things the Switch does really well that I love about the Nintendo Switch is that the games are all on the cartridge. So when you put the cartridge in, the game doesn't have to download onto no, your, it's, your it's Switch. Good. It's, it's good right away. You just throw it in and you're in. And it's good to go. Like that's yeah. something that uh, no other console right now can do, or the PC even can't do that. I can't buy a, a game and be in on it in PC in the moment I pl- like am good with it, plug it in, ready to go. Yeah. But so I think it's, this is a, a good transition to our next topic that, again, the digital only is not good, is not good for us. They will you will always run into some, whether it's techn- like what claim technical barrier, uh, licensing agreement, uh, shakeups, all that kind of stuff that will eventually erode your your uh, ownership of of these games. Um, well, like we- that's a was it like Sonic 3? In the Sonic Origins collection, they had to uh, get all new music because uh, original Sonic 3 was, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the proper term? Conducted? Orchestrated? Uh, mixed? One of those by Michael Jackson and the, the Jackson mm. Estate. Uh, Said no, no, no. But yeah, so our, our, next, our next topic here is, uh, you know, is, you know, Ubisoft back at it again, our, you know, it's 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 a toss up from week to week who's 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 the number one enemy here but uh, on the pod but uh, the the big thing that I've seen from them was you know they're pulling on- energy yeah, they're, they're pulling online support for a number of older games uh, not just eliminating multiplayer aspect aspects but also removing access to many DLCs um, all, 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 and, all your purchases are ours yeah sorry yeah. Uh, money well spent yeah. right. Um, so let, let's let's see. We've got uh, a bunch of the Assassin's Creed games: Assassin's Creed Two, Three, Brotherhood, uh, Liberation HD, Far Cry Three, the last uh, Prince of Persia game, the 2010 Forgotten Sands, and then so those ones are yeah the online features, uh, DLCs involved. You could still have like you know, base game access there, but then you got one that's like the most glaring to me. It's not a game that I played or had any had any uh, you know anything invested in but it's just like again speaks to these these trends that are just you know really uh uh you know really disheartening so we have the 2009 2019 game space junkie so a game that's like barely three years old a uh a jetpack centered vr arcade shooter game completely 100 percent multiplayer um multiplayer only title so getting rid of multiplayer access makes this game completely unplayable going forward 
And this is of particular note because, <laughs> yeah, it's, not only is it only three years old, it's still for sale on Steam with no indication that it's soon going to be unplayable. You know, it's it's still on it's still being sold for 40 bucks. And, you know, in the next few months, it's going to be defunct. That's uh, awesome. Do you really expect Ubisoft to put any sort of people are so they can fucking get $40 for a game that they're not going to have to do anything with in a month? Absolutely not, because they are fucking evil. Yeah. You know, they're they're doing all this stuff to, you know, make make way, make room, create resources for Skull and Bones. Uh, now officially coming out November 8th, the day before God of War. Congrats, guys. You did it. Does it here Ubisoft hold this massive fucking L? Like <laughs> we, we said it in the group chat. Imagine they were probably popping champagne. Like we finally finished development hell, guys. Uh game is coming out. We got a date. Like all of you like sacrificed your lives so- for this game. They're popping the champagne in the office, and all of a sudden the news comes up, and the newscast is, you know, barely interested anchor across going, and uh, Sony Santa Monica Studios has announced the release date for their upcoming sequel, God of War Ragnarok, uh, November 9th, 2022. And they immediately took the bottle of champagne and flipped it over and hit the the marketing intern in the back of the head with it. Yeah. So I I have a a theory that they did it on purpose because then they can just say it's not our fault it didn't sell yeah. well, God of war came out the next oh, day they, they, they're gonna oh, use the no, battle yeah. uh the battlefield 2042 yeah, halo, excuse yeah, halo, halo beat us to it yeah sorry <laughs> yeah i know, still you, doesn't have co-op uh campaign by the way yeah you're, uh, you're i would i would put some weight, weight <laughs> you're kind of joking but like i think that's like that has some potential merit to it you know it's like because again, this is this is a game that has been like in development for, you know, since basically Assassin's Creed Black Flag came out. It started as a Black Flag direct sequel, right? You know, so it's 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 gone through so many iterations, which you know can't be good. You know, it's like it was like, oh yeah, it's a single player game. Oh, now it's a multiplayer game. Now it's a live service game. Uh, all this, you know, it's like. I, I'm just waiting for the final iteration to be a month before launch when they tell me it's actually a pachinko machine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's, it it sucks. Cause again, I've said like, you know, again, I am actively rooting for Ubisoft's downfall. Uh, uh, Eve uh, Guillemot can, you know, can, can Ligma, can Ligma balls, Uh, you know, like. uh, How can you say that to the man who sacrificed (laughs) $330,000 for his personal bonus? Just you know, yeah, just out of the out of the sheer kindness of his heart. Um, <laughs> but uh, man, it's just like, yeah, th- I I think it's going to be a train wreck, uh, which is unfortunate because I you know was actually looking forward to it. I was a big uh, Black Flag fan. I played the shit out of that game. I you know was. Yeah, excited. I think they're probably really mad that Sea of Thieves exists. Sure. Um, sea but- of Thieves has cultivated over the years of its launch what skull and bones wishes it could be it's basically what it's trying to be now um so this thing had like an almost hour-long presentation which i did not watch i was i (laughs) i respect my time more than that they had uh i I, what i did watch was the seven plus minutes of gameplay which Mm -hmm. is essentially shot for shot the exact stuff that was shown from that leak a few months ago you know it's the same voiceover stuff you know that's it's you know nothing new actually came from it um but it's being described as fully live service 
And while you can play it solo, they were pretty heavy handed in pushing that it's multiplayer first. Um, and so here's don't here's, play alone. Make sure all your loser friends buy this game too, so that you can play it together. But here are my thought. Here are my thoughts. Uh, you know, it's like I'm actually cool with it not being a narrative focused game. You know, I think in terms of you know, it's like if you're actually trying to get you know the feel of a pirate type stuff. That's you know what pirates did is you know went out and fucking did some pirating. You know, like went out and and you know you would have a good amount of time where yeah you're you're just yeah you're just kind of stuck on a, on a boat like getting scurvy and uh then you finally come across you know a merchant marine <laughs> vessel that has a you can restock your 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 you're missing, a yeah. <laughs> you're missing a very important section of there where they get uh scurvy and their brains go rotten and they start fucking dolphins and thinking they're fucking uh, mermaids, mermaids yeah. and shit yeah uh, I've had this is a quick tangent though you know you you know that half half of like mythological creatures are just because it's like people seeing like you know animals at a time before eyeglasses were a thing yeah you know because you're just you know squinting out and so you're like that seal looks, <laughs> looks like a looks like a pretty lady some interesting implications but the, the live service aspect you know is just going to you know mean pushing some really shitty monetization strategies so uh you know that that does not bode well for me yeah. that's like i'm i'm cool with the multiplayer aspect i'm cool with it not there's being nothing that gets driven. my excitement to meter quicker than telling me live service right same and it's just like it's like okay it's just gonna be it's because it's it like those games just become like a job it's literally like you know you have to play you've got to keep up with the season or else you know you're you next time you log in your ship is so far is so yeah. far outclassed by everything you 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 like you're so happy you're chipper you're behind the wheel singing a sea shanty you know go out and you just get fucking blasted by this fucking you know schooner that's just got like you know uh, <laughs> plates of fucking armor and mortar cannons and rockets and all this shit and you're just because they you know and they they paid for the battle pass and you didn't <laughs> they, they played for the super ultra deluxe uh, scurvy edition that came with a real pirate peg leg <laughs> I mean that's totally why I stopped playing Destiny. I've heard that 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 uh the latest Dis- or Disney, the latest Destiny um what is it called something of the witch or witch queen Ra- something? The witch queen, witch queen. It's supposed to be Ra- pretty queen. Witch queen. I've heard it's supposed that. to be pretty good. I've heard it that it's got, it got great reviews. Des- the Destiny views. expansions have gotten better with each one. Uh like I remember when Destiny yeah. was just like a game you could buy and not a live service game it was like the big uh like you could buy mm-hmm. like a really cool ps4 special edition with it It was like all white looked sick all white everything um not for uh yeah no scratch that uh off the record <laughs> yeah exactly now i'm just uh brain sucked but uh <laughs> obviously destiny's cool now because uh you know sony bought bungie so now Destiny can be cool again, right? That's the thing that everyone gets all pissy about. It's like when Sony does it, it's cool, but when Microsoft does it, it's bad. <laughs> they know, just uh, you know, Bungie still seems to be acting like uh, you know an actually you know somewhat decent place to work. I mean, again, I, I'm I'm of a faith. I'm yeah, a, they, yeah. They, they left Microsoft for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, again, I'm still, I still am always skeptical of all that, sh- all that shit. You know, mostly performative. 
um, you know, good for good for their share prices. But uh, yeah, so Ubisoft, however, is not the only place, you know, the only publisher or platform that's pulling support for older games, though. It's just, you know, the again, the online model is just, you know, it's it's like, you know, forget forget about your past or kill the past. Uh, you know, it's all about we're all we're, we're all forward thinking here. It's all about, you know, the, you know, cloud I mean, gaming. Like the, and, the Game Pass model supports this really well because it makes it really easy to take games away from people. Yeah. Kill kill the the past so we can remake it and sell it to you a second time and then maybe a third yeah JJ which Abrams, is, is that you so but that's exactly that's exactly what uh you know rockstar is doing here uh you know they're pulling support and developer attention away from red dead online effectively killing it you know that it's been a slow death I would if I was an actual active player on, on there I would be mm-hmm. I would have been like okay at least like they finally you know you know, they at least they're acknowledging out, it. They put it out of our misery. You know, it's like stop stringing us along with all this shit. Um, so, but according to Rockstar, Red Dead, uh, you know, or improvements to Red Dead Online will solely be enhancing existing modes rather than adding any more new modes or other major updates. Um, and they are, you know, they're just putting all their attention into, you know, the, the next GTA, which you know has got to be good because of the. You know, the backlash that they've had with their recent remasters, uh, you know, the trilogy being the most obvious and glaring one. And they know GTA is the is the money machine, you know, that then they can't can't afford to fuck it up. And, you know, it's just again, it's got to be got to be got to be going forward. Uh, you know, yeah, GTA no- six is going to start with you waking up on the Skyrim cart <laughs> driving through <laughs> Vice City. Yeah, it, this is a tr- this is a trend here though. It's just like that these, but see, even uh, even online communities aren't safe. You know, uh, the uh, the uh, say Xbox is is ceasing to add any new uh, new quote unquote uh, <laughs> yeah. to new Xbox three hundred and sixty titles to its games with gold service, and that will be stopping in October of this year. Uh, and Mac, I think we were briefly talking about this before we started recording can you explain to us their their reasoning because they're saying this is apparently because microsoft has reached the limit of xbox 360 games it can place on the catalog so they've been doing it for a while where uh back in the xbox one generation they made the stance on okay ps4 is clearly running away with this we're going to just be backwards compatible we're going to keep bringing all these classic xbox and xbox 360 games to the Xbox One generation so that you can still play them, you know, on your new console. That was their big push. And the whole thing with that was like basically monthly, bi-monthly, like in the beginning, it was, wasn't as uh, regular. Uh, they would add a couple Xbox 360 games to the Games with Gold lineup. And then you could just buy them through their uh, their live store, whatever the fuck it's called. Um and that was, they were bringing them forward in little chunks and they were basically making it so that you could still play it make sure that it was still something that could, the hardware could handle and like control schemes would map over and things like that. And what they're saying is they've officially hit the point where the games that are left, they just don't care about bringing over because they're probably not, you know, I'd probably just piss someone off who's like, I didn't get my favorite game from the <laughs> Xbox 360 era. Um, uh, I'm not even going to make up a crazy game name because I couldn't even begin to think of some of those. Um, 
but they've probably just reached the point where it's not worth the money anymore to keep bringing them forward. Cause I think they finished the original Xbox catalog before too. And like, that was a couple of years ago. They said they were done with that and they were moving on to the, the 360 is the primary focus for backwards uh, forward. But like what it, they made it seem as like, Oh no, we ran out of space. Like yeah, our, our just, sorry, sorry. No, hard do you know what they ran out of? Sorry, they ran out of drive. money for it. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's the space they ran out of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the, sorry, the budget space. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah I, think, it, I think that's the real space. Yeah, completely misleading uh, uh, explanation yeah. there. No, but I like just, the yeah. the idea of of Microsoft just being like, we don't have the data room is just like we don't have the server yeah. space. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's more along the lines of I think they just don't want to continue to put the effort in to those games anymore. I think they've picked through the ones that they think are worth it to have. Uh, be available and like bring them forward because they do their whole thing is like if you're playing your xbox 360 or your xbox original games on the series x they'll like upscale to 4k stuff like that so it's supposed to be a like a decent amount of little effort to make sure that they like up res properly but no this is just they're they're kind of they're i mean games with gold is a like they're probably going to kill that too at some point because yeah. again, they they just want Game Pass to be the only thing you go after. So this yeah. is so like, this think, is a feature that is a part of Game Pass Ultimate. That is the yes. thing because th- that's the uh, the service you pay for to have like games with gold comes with live, and that's the service yeah. you pay for for online play on Xbox. So it's the equivalent of uh, the PS Plus basic tier, where you have the live internet connection with your friends, and then you get the the PS Plus basic games monthly. That you can yeah. pick from yeah it's just again the these companies have no have no incentive to you know again maintain uh you know their say the, the history of of their of their ip is uh, uh the onus of games preservation uh is like purely on uh you know say falls purely to the consumer it's on or, matt it's or, on matt yeah, it's Let's on matt yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. or 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 you get you know you've got like the very very few uh you know non-profit organizations some libraries you know have have decent efforts but again they're those are like you know those are you know, say non-profit public uh institutions that are again solely reliant upon you know, uh, the discretion of, of individual funders and, you know, the largest of a, of a you know, one or two, uh, you know, maybe, you know, uh, big name contributors. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's their, their, their resources are limited. And these are, these are like, we won't get into the debate of, oh, are, are these games art or aren't they? And let's be real, probably some, some early Xbox <laughs> games are not art. Uh but Dude, like, what do you mean that Conker's Bad Fur Day is not <laughs> art? Uh, There's a know, poop boss in that game. <laughs> Damn, uh, put that put that shit in the MoMA. Uh, but the you know it's like the you know we, we lose a lot. We're losing a lot more more than we're getting. You know more more than what's coming coming across. So it's it's sad to see. You, you hate to see it, um, but it's going to be more and more of the reality. You know it's. Uh, gotta just you know again gotta keep looking forward to those uh those blockchain games that's where it's gonna be you're not gonna have any time to think about anything else and for our future listeners listening after society collapses uh hiding in their bunkers we'll put the emergency coordinates for my doomsday bunker game vault 
that like uh, like the vault in the South Pole where they have all the different plant the species. Seed, the, seed, the, seed the seed bank. The seed, the seed bank. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll have the uh, the game vault. Like we were talking about that on stream last night. It's like, yeah, it's 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 like we're yeah, he's gonna, you know, just be holding up his 10 terabyte height terabyte hard drive, <laughs> just you know, dispensing the dispensing the goodies to to everybody in the post apocalypse. I'll just end up running a server farm that people yeah. can play them off of. Become a server baron. <laughs> to, to, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Listen, if if we if we uh if we gain the capital resources, we can start the preservation of game society called pogs for short <laughs> <laughs> man what uh you know where do i sign up <laughs> not my favorite type of pogs <laughs> sad face anyways <laughs> all right i don't really have a good transition for this one but uh you know things are just you know continuing Still going on over there yeah things are speaking of things you know i guess things continuing but not getting any better um yeah there, there we go uh, welcome to my favorite portion of the podcast yeah it's we so the uh the war in in ukraine is still going still going hot thank thank you uh president brandon and outgoing uh prime minister uh uh big boy boris for you know just <laughs> doing everything they can to uh, you know keep that shit going uh, them's the breaks yeah right um but uh so so not only has, is the conflict keep uh keep going but the the boycott of of russia from the games industry continues but there's just been a few kind of funny little bits to it you know you got to find the the glimmers of humor in this uh uh you know where you can so there was a in in the recent shareholders meeting nintendo uh, made some kind of uh, I think it was a bit of a fuck up to to state it this way, but like so they're they're continuing to hold the Russian eShop in maintenance mode, uh, which effectively makes it in, inoperable. Uh, they're not shipping any physical media, uh, but then they they admitted that it has had no impact on their bottom line. I've got a quote here from uh, Satoru Shibata, one of the direct Nintendo directors. Um, says regarding business in the Russia region, we are giving serious thought to how to handle this going forward in light of changing world affairs in Europe, as in other regions, Nintendo switch sales continue to be steady, even entering its sixth year and interest from consumers is high while changes in the environment, like the situation in U Ukraine and global inflation do exist. These factors have not greatly affected the progress of the Nintendo switch business model in Europe. So the line negligible effect, I think goes both ways here. You know, it's like not only is it having you know zero impact on their <laughs> yeah. on their sales, it's having zero impact on you know on uh, you know, say Russian efforts to you know to you know. I got Everyone knows if you want conflict. to impact Russian gamers, you have to cut off CS:GO. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say that when Nintendo announced they were putting their game shop into maintenance mode, I thought Putin would end it right then and there. Like, I I, I can't believe he didn't just end the war. Oh, do you do you Shocker. think Putin was trying to get into the Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> three special edition line? De uh, definitely, dude was definitely. dude probably had several several aides assassinated because uh, <laughs> because he couldn't get his copy. Uh, but dude, I just think it's so funny. I just think it's so funny that it's just like, yeah, we're admitting this was completely performative and mm -hmm. you know has no actual tangible impact on the real world. Um, that you know these these boycotts are you know are meaningless. It's all PR. 
if anything, it's probably just gotten them more money in terms of, uh, you know, again, it's, it's positive PR. We're, we're not to be, we're not being apologists for Russia here and by any means, but it's just, you know, by, you know, uh, you know, taking this stance, it, you know, it's, uh, get, you know, uh, it's just, don't, don't you understand the world is black and white. And if you say something that doesn't a hundred percent go one way or the other, you're clearly for my enemy. And if you're my enemy, then I have to kill you. <laughs> I know who is who is my enemy. Uh, uh, Blizzard is is the next one. Hell yeah, is the next one involved in this? Uh, they've blocked Russia and Belarus from accessing Diablo Immortal. Again, oh no, no. has had no Wait fucking in, no is that, fucking is that impact. Protecting those people. Yeah, yeah, but like it still has had no can, fucking wait, impact. Can, the game can has raked us? it. Please, yeah, please. When uh, the game has still raked in forty nine million dollars in its yeah. first month. Like, in a month. Who, who is this hurting? It's like who and who is this meant? To, like what is what is this meant to do? Like, like I know it isn't a huge portion of it, but like the the videos of people like I spent fifty thousand dollars in Diablo, so you don't have to. Uh, it's like oh yeah, it doesn't matter because I get the money back from the video, so like I go net even, like whatever. But like money still counts. That is real money. I just want to I just want to say thank you for your service to uh, the executives at Blizzard and Nintendo for uh, making this sacrifice. Right. Uh, you know, standing up for for human rights definitely. Um, ah, man, but it's it's it sucks. But yeah, speaking of enemy Blizzard, uh, forty nine million dollars in a month. That's so much. And it's just going to increase because it's now in it's. You know now available in Asia, and they love them. Their mobile That's games. That's pre-Asia. I mean, the, the thing yeah. that Diablo Immortal has going for it is it's so so readily available and free that you just basically like spam the market and hope like hope you hook a whale every now and then because like you don't will. really care That's about. How, That's how it works. Yeah, you don't really care it's about a, little Timmy gamble- buy, buying two skins. Gambling business model. Speaking uh, of gambling, here's a word from our sponsor: sports gambling. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah uh what are our thoughts on on blizzard announcing that blizzcon is coming back in 2023 five years ago i would have been so pumped because i i used to want to go to blizzcon at some point man like thank god you're reformed (laughs) i don't know what you would be doing now if 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 you hadn't if you hadn't gotten banned from overwatch i mean (laughs) The honest truth is I probably still would have dropped it at some point. Uh, really? When they went on their like four-year hiatus of updating the game, that probably would have killed it for me. But yeah, no, uh, BlizzCon coming back, like, cool. Here, here's like the world's smallest firework parade firing out of my finger right now. Like, good job, Blizzard. Like, really telling us the truth of what we want from you, not like... You know, I'd, I'd actually respect them if they went out at Blizz, on the BlizzCon stage and were like, we're sorry... Like we're we're trying to be better. Like here are the steps we're following. Like here are the here are the programs we're instituting to help our employees. But like, I mean, that's uh, it's, it's going to be Diablo Immortal too. Yeah, I mean, BlizzCon just has such a you know storied history of just uh, you know promoting the absolute worst impulses of Blizzard and its and its and its uh, its its leaders. Like we've never really actually discussed it in depth on the podcast before, but. Let's not forget that BlizzCon is where the the infamous Cosby suite comes from, the bit yeah. that was cited in the in the first 
uh, lawsuit from the, yeah, the California the Department of, of Fair Employment and that. Housing lawsuit. Um, but yeah, just for those who may not know, the the Cosby Suite was the nickname for uh, for the hotel room of longtime World of Warcraft developer and eventual project lead on several of the expansions, Alex Afrazabi. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he this guy was was the only person besides uh, Blizzard president uh, J. Allen Brack who was outright named in that lawsuit. Uh, this guy, I, I mean, is definitely one that who, who Blizzard has parted ways with. But uh, again, it, the I, I don't think we can get away from the taint that has been left on, uh, you know, things like that. You know, and I, I just I don't know how they they can you know go forward with with these with you know say with with these things with uh, you know just sweeping that under the rug. Let's say they're. Gonna do an, uh, a land acknowledgement in the suite to you know <laughs> make sure everyone knows <laughs> that they uh, they are sorry for their crimes. Yeah, this is the, we're yeah we're acknowledging that this is the place where this guy Afrazavi would hit on female employees, <laughs> tell them he wanted to marry them, attempt to kiss them, grope them, uh, you know, all in plain views of other employees. And you know, this was this was not only was you know this a place where male employees were you know uh actively harassing female employees but it was again it was named the cosby suite because they would have these they had this big picture of of uh convicted rapist bill cosby uh in there and that they would you know be like you know actively you know they they knew what they were doing it was like that yeah. was that was a that was part of the joke but it was uh you know it wasn't just like you know a place for them to you know again to harass people it was uh, you know, this booze filled meeting place where, uh, you know, it was essentially an informal networking thing. So it was like something again, it's like the, the structures that Blizzard had in place for how they do business is fundamentally tied up to things like BlizzCon. And I don't see how, why, I mean, if I were again in their PR office, I'd be like, no, just cancel it. You're, you're like, you know, for again, put it in the past, put it behind you and move on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're only going to keep reminding people of this. Like, I mean, again, which is good for us. That's what we're going to keep doing. We're not going to let them, you know, kind of get away with that and let Dude, them just forget about people. Just like, forget about it. So gross to think about like being compared to a, a rapist and making a joke out of that. Like, like thinking that was cool. That, thinking that yeah, was cool. Like what the f- Fuck. Yeah, Bill Cosby was great. Putin pops, right? Like, what the fuck? God damn, these people are deranged. Absolutely. Some real sicko behavior. And, you know, again, uh, Blizzard is one of the places that, you know, they're not a real game studio anymore. We're, we're, we're not convinced that any <laughs> of the games that they're putting out are real. Uh, or not, yeah, not just vaporware. And, uh, you know, just, again, just, uh, you know, further just infrastructure just for for serial harassers you know just to have, for them to have a place to go but yeah i i i will uh yeah be checking the will not be attending box <laughs> however we will be checking the attending box to nintendo world yes <laughs> yeah, I, I know sure. say, yeah matt is going to force us there uh, uh i don't care if i have to go by myself so with just the, the most obnoxious live blogging rig on <laughs> absolutely uh, all right. So last thing I have I have here was just a, an interesting little bit here. I want to get your thoughts. I want to get your thoughts on it. So 
we've we've got some some more news coming out of out of Square Enix. Not necessarily bad stuff that we were we've been talking about, but it's just interesting the the dynamic at play here for me is they have uh, they've announced a what they're calling a strategic delay of upcoming uh, action RPG for Spoken, delaying it again from what was October to now uh, January 24th of next year, 2023, which I think is not necessarily a bad thing. I'm, I'm always no, I for think, I think what they games. did was they, they looked at the release schedule of what was coming up. I, I don't, I'm not going to say Ragnarok coming out uh, influenced their decision entirely, but I'm going to say that I think they looked at what was on the docket for what was in the area of what was going on. And like, hey, you know, like we could like spend an extra couple months of like polish on this game and release it in January because, you know, we still have like Dio Field Chronicles, Elysium Project. Like, like that's that's uh, the next one. That's the next one. But do you remember when in October it was it had been set for? Was it late October? October 27th. OK, so that makes more sense to me. Like, because, again, it's like that is you're getting into more crowded territory. If it had been early October. I think they would have been okay. They could have been okay, you know, like have yeah. a full because October is looking a little bit, a little bit bare, you know. However, being basically a week before God of War for your yeah. brand new if IP, it's, if like it's that's late, a, if it's late October, yeah, that's that's even if that wasn't the bit behind it, that's just you know that's just kind of that that works out for them. That's good. because like the wording of how they said it made me think there was definitely some like discussion back and forth like hey we can like move this game out of this release window because like we have a lot of stuff going on and sure and i and i'm i'm all for supporting again in in trying to get the best response again i think Forspoken looks cool so like if they they want to give it a little more time to polish because they said it's done like they said all like the game and stuff is done it's just polished now yeah i thought this one looked cool too i've I've been excited for this it's one yeah it's one that's on my list i uh i'm yeah i'm excited for like the 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 spells combat and traversal and, and traversal all looks cool um the some of the face new ip too like a little weird to me but yeah like we said like we're not getting any new ips so let's let's do everything we can yeah to support so i'm I'm not critical of that of that at all. But then you, you mentioned one of these then. Uh, so they've they've delayed Forspoken, which looks cool, but they're plugging on ahead with the very, very bland looking Valkyrie Elysium, <laughs> which also got a release date uh, for September 29th, coming to PS4 and PS5, and then November 11th for PC on Steam. So that is going to come, come up with around uh, God of War. But yeah, that's a completely different uh, ecosystem. But man, that game looks so fucking boring. Yeah, I mean, it kind of just looks like a very generic. It looks um, gray. Everything is gray. Yeah, I think that's uh, an interesting style choice for what they're going for. Interesting is like it's a way to it's a way to call that. Yeah. Well, yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to be uh, like it's a game that I'm. uh, It all depends on price for me, honestly. It's gonna play it. Like I'll probably end up playing it at some point. Like I've played other JRPGs that fall into this like category of like not day one purchase, um, definitely buy on sale. But like if you you look at it through the lens of like I'm not trying to make this some like grand epic adventure. I can enjoy games like that. Uh, I watched the gameplay trailer a couple times. Um, the combat looks very generic, but like I could get into it. I could see. Like the characters were a little bit like plain. They're like the voice acting wasn't super. Uh, like if you're gonna give me bad voice acting, if I'm gonna be mean about it, uh, make it campy like Strangers of Paradise. Mm-hmm. Give me that like bullshit. 
I'm here to kill chaos. Don't don't disparage my boy. Have you have you played have you played any of these games, Matt? I know it's a series. I've never played anything in the series. Uh so again, um the first game or like the game previous to this one is coming out as well on the PS plus uh like mm. extra tier, I yeah, think it was. Yeah, there was something yeah, there was something about that that yeah, that was another news item of the week. And it's like I, I, I might try that first before like is, is, uh, spending real money on this it's very generic i'll just continue to say that um like again i'll probably buy it at some point and play it yeah it's such a weird one for me matt and i were talking about it earlier in the week how like and you say so you you mentioned it in this this one in the same breath as uh deal Field Chron- chronicle which both of these were announced at the same time that was yes earlier in the year and nintendo event i believe yeah and both of them was that the march one um yeah but like I both think so. of, both of them when i when they showed them to me like at that point they i had the same opinion of both of them they looked very bland they looked very uh you know uh uninspired you know you um, feel did a lot to help itself yeah with they've, its most recent trailer yeah they've released for they've released new stuff for both of them and it, and for what I've seen of Diofield has really really upped my interest. It looks a lot more colorful. It look the combat looks interesting. It's like a kind of a you know a, this interesting blend between turn based and action combat. That is something that is a trend that I'm seeing that is interesting me. Um, but yeah, the story looks more interesting than was initially shown. But man, this game the Valkyrie just looks it looks empty. It looks gray. It looks Bland, I think the interesting thing about boring. it to me is like Square is releasing a lot of games. Yeah, they are. Because like we got Strangers earlier this year. Um, technically, Forspoken has been pushed to January, but they said that is essentially done. We got Dio Field. We had Triangle Strategy. We have Elysium. We've got Crisis Core. I think Crisis Core has a lot to do with Forspoken getting pushed. Mm. I think uh, Crisis Core. Uh, is probably more towards the March end of winter uh, this winter, you know, because that was the release window they gave. And I think they wanted Forspoken to help bridge that gap a little bit and not have, you know, end of uh, October to March be a dead zone of no releases for them. So, like, that's my read between the lines thing. Speaking of Crisis Core, I, I sent this this morning. I'm not sure if, if you saw it, Matt, but they're I've seen a lot of stuff about it. They were they were, <laughs> but they're talking about how like what do you make of like they're they're steering a little bit away from the major kind of story changes that they made to the Final Fantasy VII remake and keeping more true to the original. Game I have for a Crisis theory Core. about it, and my theory about it is that they're doing so they're releasing Crisis Core. A, because Final Fantasy VII is so hot right now, uh, as they would say in uh, Zoolander. But what they're doing is they're releasing, because uh, Crisis Core is a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. So I, what I think they're doing is they're sticking the regular Crisis Core story in there so that when you play Rebirth in the following winter release window that they gave for Rebirth coming out, uh, they can do the twist that they've been doing with Final Fantasy VII where they twist the ending of Crisis Core because obviously there's already been reveal uh, from intergrade that negates some of crisis core uh, originally. So I think that's what they're doing. I think they're showing people who haven't played the game, like, Hey, this is the story so that when you play the next one and we get you hooked on the series, 
Like all of a sudden you like, oh, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it makes sense. It's too deep into Final Fantasy lore for me to understand. Yeah, I need to, I need, I, I own uh, Intergrade. Intergrade on for PS5, but I have not played it yet. It's fun. I need to. It's a, so many it's games I need. Game. I need to get through. Like there, there's a lot of things that I have. A, that it's not super long either, as far as like, like you could. Uh, that's definitely a, a thirty to forty hour game that can be completed. Okay, I will. Uh, that's that's. It's definitely going to be up. I gotta. I gotta. Uh, you know, because it's I not open world. Bring it, mind I gotta you. bring it's it cha- up chapter based levels. Yeah, I gotta bring it up mm. further in my in my list. Gotta gotta bump it up. Um, yeah, any anything else that we that I might have missed? Anything else you guys wanted to talk about today? No, I think we've covered it all, especially now that we have uncut comrades going on on Fridays. I, I might for the YouTube upload change it to Friday night uncut, haven't decided, and then campaign comrades podcast, like as the like line campaign comrades podcast, like sure. thing. We can play with that around a little bit, but yeah, so uh. Say so last th- thing before we do plugs is uh, we stand we, we stand with uh, Kojima-san. Don't let don't let the oh slander, absolutely the slander get him. Uh, that shit's wild to me that like is. like an internet troll being like oh he looks like Kojima can eventually like roll to the point of like people legitimately thinking that, that Hideo yeah, Kojima. Kojima assassinated the former prime minister of Japan. Like, <laughs> wild <laughs> stuff. Wild stuff. We know he's anti-government, but like, uh, you know, I, I think that like gets that would that would kind of get in the way of a lot of his creative vision. You know? Yeah, going to jail, going to jail for the rest of his life, I think would, uh, you know, w- would kind I of. I mean, Japan has a pretty strong uh, internet defamation law that they just passed uh, because um, I'm going to get this wrong, I believe, but it was like uh, some Japanese idol. Because uh, like you know, like idol culture idol out culture, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was like harassed online and killed herself, and this yeah. like was the the catalyst for them starting a new law that uh, punishes people for uh, online essentially slander, bullying, stuff like that. All right. Well, um, yeah. So Matt Matt has mentioned it a couple times. We've uh, I think we talked about it uh, that it was going to be a possibility last week, but we we did our first our first attempt at you know our all, all the all this the stuff that was that had to be cut from our our mainline episodes here because you know we we don't like to you know push the the length of these episodes longer than they have to be we try to keep them pretty pretty concise and you know uh, unified in theme but there's there's so much stuff that's worthy of discussion and that fits within our channel here so we've we've moved that over to our Friday night uh, twitch stream so if you enjoy the podcast here, be be sure to come and check out our, our Friday night live streams where you can come interact in the chat and you know be part of the conversation. Um, we are we stream uh, at campaign underscore comrades. Uh, we also are still doing our individual streams. Uh, I know I just I, I had a, a nice a nice after a nice evening playing some a few nice games of Gwent. That was fun. Um, I think uh, Matt's getting ready to do his. Uh, some major runs through strangers of paradise this weekend and uh, understandably say andrew's been under the weather and again we we, we sent him that spirit energy to get him back at it and uh yeah that's that's the major plug oh um other thing is i am doing some some uh 
some podcasting streaming with my D and D players. You can find us on Twitch at blind Jacob. Um, come check us out. Uh, it's been, we've, we've got one of those in the tank already. Those have been fun. Just kind of free flowing conversation. Uh, you know, just kind of pop culture in general, often D and D focused. That's, that's kind of our main jumping off point, but, uh, and we talked about a bunch of stuff last time, but, uh, yeah, come check us out. Anything you guys got? Well, I think you nailed it all from my perspective. Yeah. Oh, and say so as we were talking about, yeah, uh, find our YouTube channel, Campaign Comrades, on YouTube, where we're going to be posting vods of, of, of this stuff, and we're going to be doing better about putting putting up vods of our individual streams as well. Yeah, but, I, uh, I kind of realized last night that uh, individuals don't have to download their vods when they're done. I can just do it because right. I have access to the the, the Twitch the channel, channel. The channel, right? Yeah, so it can be something that I just yeah, Matt, Matt has to take on that that shoulder that responsibility because he has the best internet connection and the strongest computer. Yeah, so so uh, yeah, we, we we salute him for his service. Uh, and, Thank you, sir. Yeah, we will we will see you next time. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.